I know I usually save my secrets for the end of the episode, but I'm going to tell you my secret favorite candy. It's Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. It's really Reese's anything, but Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the thing that I'm like, have I had a bad day? I get these. Have I had a good day? I get these. Chocolate, salty peanut butter, the textures. I love everything about them. Also that there's two. So I'm like, oh, I get this one for later, which is one second later. Anyway, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I love you. That's all. If you're me, you can shop Reese's Peanut Butter Cups now at a store near you. Found wherever candy is sold. And I am. Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Oh, hey, it's your old dad here, saving you some pancakes, even though you sleep until 11 a.m. Allie Ward. And this is an episode of Smologies, if you're like, what is that? These are shorter, classroom-friendly, kid-safe episodes. So if you're looking for the full shebang with more information and probably me swearing a little bit like a trucker, We've linked that in the show notes. There's the full episode linked. But this is a shorter one. You can listen uh, as you carpool or with your classroom or with my grandmother if she were around. Speaking of aging, so this is an episode that is probably the least silly one that we've ever done. But stick around to the end because it ends with a twist that's very funny. So enjoy that. And if you want more Smologies episodes, if you go to AllieWard.com slash Smologies, we have dozens up that are all shorter, kid-friendly, if that's what you're looking for. And again, we've linked that in the show notes along with the original full-length episode that is not kid-safe. Okay. Aging. Why? How? Let's get into it. Let's talk about old age. Okay, so biogerontology etymology. So bio means life and geron means old man. So the biology of an old guy. Not super inclusive in terms of its roots, but it's a subset of gerontology. It examines the processes of aging. So how does olding happen? Let's talk about metabolisms, modern lifespans, risk factors for losing your memory, thoughts on a possible cause and cure for Alzheimer's, why we age, secrets of centenarians, and what a 78-year-old professor and globally lauded science hero does to stay so fit and so sharp. So sit up straight, take some notes for the concentrated crash course on the forward march of molecules with world-renowned biogerontologist Dr. Caleb Tuck Finch. So what part about the aging process fascinates you the most? Is it the the effect neurologically or is it the entire body? It's the unknowns that we are still working out basic mechanisms. And we know that it is under some genetic influence. If you have the genes of a mouse, you're only going to live two years. If you have the genes of a human, you might get to 70, 80, or 90. So it's genetic, but then among individuals, the role of genetics seems to be much less. Roughly identical twins' lifespans, you can attribute 20% of their 
heritability in aging is due to genes that influence aging. So it's really a minority of the individual differences uh, in humans and in other animals can be attributed to inherited genes. So only 20% is attributed to genes, which is terrible news for those of us who like to deny personal responsibility. So I've been working on in, uh, many parts of my career on environmental aspects of how individual gene responses to the environment, to diet, influence outcomes of aging. And I'm now, in the last six, seven years, been focusing on air pollution, which shortens lifespan in proportion to the number of particles per cubic meter and also accelerates almost all of the diseases of aging, including the risk of Alzheimer's. And so let's go to the super basics. As someone who is not as well-versed in this as you, what exactly is aging? How do you define aging? Well, the basic way is at a population level that after the age of 40, your risk of mortality essentially doubles every seven or eight years. Oy. So there's an exponential increase in mortality risk, and preceding that is a parallel risk in chronic diseases, heart disease, cancer, and at later ages, Alzheimer's. So the individual pathways in this are not understood, but as by age group, aging increases the risk of chronic diseases that are causes of death. And then you can ask at a more fundamental level, what are the mechanisms behind that? And that's where the mystery is. So our risks of disease and dying go exponentially up. Okay, rather than bum you out, let that fact encourage you to write the novel that you've been intending to, or call in sick, go to Six Flags tomorrow, or wear the shoes you think you should save for fancy occasions. Wear them today. We're all getting old. Just go for it, champ. Speaking of, how do you ask a genius expert the most basic question ever? You just do it, people. You live in the now. Watch. Is it that our, our cells don't regenerate as fast? Is it... That's part of it. Our molecules don't regenerate as fast. And there's some molecules that are as old as we are in our blood vessels and our connective tissue and in our eyes that undergo molecular deterioration. I know they say you're kind of a new person every seven years. Is that... That's not <laughs> at all correct. Okay. So that's some flim-flam to debunk, for no, sure. No, I mean, it's just not true. Yeah. It's, that's one of those sort of inherited tales that uh, have no scientific substance. I have no idea where that comes from. i got to look it up. Yeah, there's no, there's no science there. Right. I didn't think so. It always... I mean... It always, I don't know where that came from, but no, it's, it's an interesting just, myth. Can, no, it's not interesting. It's destructive because it's wrong. Right. By the way, if you're like, was Allie just dying at this point? The answer is yes. Man, I am dying up here. <laughs> Both from a molecular standpoint and psychologically. But just stick around because like life, there are twists and there are turns around every corner. So how old are you really? Okay, there's a cool math trick you can do. You take your age and multiply it by 16, then divide it by 16, which is your age. You're just your age. I made you math 
for nothing. Here's the deal. Your body is a bunch of different ages. Like the lining of your guts, which are just constantly splish splashing in an acid bath, they're newborns. They turn over every five days or so. But skeletal muscles are 15. They're about to get their learning permits. Some part of your brain are just as old as you are, just about. Other parts turn over faster. The core of your eye lens, you can see ophthalmology episode for more on that, is exactly your age from pre-birth. That never turns over. This is fun. This is like antique roadshow for your meat-covered bone scaffolds. Nobody's ever looked at it that I'm aware of. Well, Ted, did you notice when you showed this to me that I kind of stopped breathing a little bit? Not only that, the condition of this is unbelievable. Now, how do different animals age? I know you mentioned a mouse uh, might have a lifespan well, of two years. Many, each species has its own pattern of aging. So mice don't get Alzheimer's disease and they don't get blood vessel disease and have heart attacks, but they do get cancer and their arteries become more rigid and their lungs become more rigid because of molecular aging. Mm -hmm. That part of aging happens in humans at a much slower rate. And in addition, we have diseases that are special to the human species, including Alzheimer's disease. Is the brain the part of our body that ages the quickest, or where do we see aging happen first? Well, I'd say blood vessels. So there's, uh, in terms of shared anatomy across men and women, the blood vessels are already beginning to age even before puberty. Really? Yes. I just want to acknowledge that the terms men and women and male and female are along a gender binary that doesn't apply to everyone. And Dr. Finch is talking about broad strokes in historical studies. And I just want to let the non-binary folks know out there that I see you and I love you. And what about male versus female lifespans? Have we seen that change over the last few decades or pretty steady? Well, both, no, they, bo they both increased as overall health has increased, and it is uh, observed in the health-rich populations of the world, and our upper-income people in this country are health-rich people, that women are living five years longer than men. Why is that? We don't know. <laughs> so what, what are we doing that is helping progress aging, or what are we doing, what are we doing wrong, essentially, when it comes to aging? Well, the major health concern across the country is people are eating more energy-rich foods than they need and not getting enough exercise. I mean, that's simple lifestyle take-home. It's boring to say, but <laughs> if you are even mildly obese in midlife and you're not exercising, you're having a shorter life expectancy. And you mentioned something about sugar, and I know that um, inflammatory foods and inflammation is part of your, your research. How does inflammation affect the human body in terms of aging? Well, all of the diseases of aging that we worry about, blood vessel disease, obesity, Alzheimer's disease, cancer, involve the molecules of inflammatory responses. So it's deeply built into our systems and in the processes of aging. So that's just a fundamental fact. And the term inflammation comes from ancient understanding of having a, when you have a cut, it swells up and it's red and it's hot and it causes pain. Well, the, the basis for that are the inflammatory cytokines that come in to help the body clean up the damaged tissue. 
but responses to damaged tissue happen, uh, inflammatory responses in arterial disease, in cancer, in obesity, and in Alzheimer's disease. So there's a shared core of inflammatory proteins that are at work during aging from the day we're born. Flames on the side of my face, breathing, breath, heaving breaths. Is there a way that we should be keeping inflammation at bay? Well, that's part of the idea um, of exercise and diet, which reduces the level of inflammation. So move your bod and eat your greens. We fixed it, America. What's happening in other parts of the world and in blue zones where longevity is, is higher? Side note, what is a blue zone? So this came up in the hematology episode, and I only know that because I searched my Google Drive for the word legumes. So a blue zone is a place identified by author Dan Butner, who has studied some scientist data and concluded that people in five places live the longest. Okinawa, Japan, Sardinia, Italy, Nicoya, Costa Rica, Ikaria, Greece, and a small posse of Seventh-day Adventist in the LA suburb of Loma Linda, California. So what, saith Dan, are commonalities among these groups? Apparently, they are prioritizing family above everything else. They smoke less. They eat a lot of veggies, are semi-vegetarian. They have constant, moderate physical activity and good social engagement, which does not mean likes and comments on Instagram, but like hanging out with many generations in the community. Oh, also legumes. They eat a lot of legumes. So does Dr. Finch think this is just a Hello, beans. I'm, I'm not an enthusiastic of something unique about the blue zones. I mean, there are peoples in all of the continents who live a little longer than the average, but most of my colleagues don't think there's anything unusual about that. But if you look globally, lifespan has been increasing as early life mortality decreased because of uh, reducing infectious disease. But pushing against that is the global epidemic of obesity, the, the global sale of tobacco, which is huge in Africa and, and in Asia, and the global issues of air pollution, which is getting worse in most of the world because of fossil fuel consumption and global warming. So now is the time when we dive into listener questions. And also, I mentioned that a portion of the podcast income goes to a charity each week. This week, Dr. Caleb Binch chose curealz.org, curealz.org. It's a nonprofit organization. They're dedicated to funding research with the highest probability of preventing, slowing, or reversing Alzheimer's disease. Now, to date, they have raised over $86 million to fund almost 400 studies, and 100% of the funds go directly to research. So thank you, listeners, for helping a lab buy some pipettes, getting closer to a cure for Alzheimer's. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Do you know what that means? It means I won't be making soup over a hot stove. I will be making Factor because they are fresh, never frozen meals that are dietitian approved. They're ready to eat in just two minutes. And watch out, they're delicious. I was like, are they really as good as people say? I have some neighbors. One of them's a nurse. One of them is a firefighter. And yes, they're both as attractive as they sound. They're like, yeah, we love Factor meals. And I was like, I bet you do. You're gorgeous. Boom. Tried them. I was like, these are delicious. They're also 
good for days when I'm lazy. They have 35 different meals. You'll always have new flavors to explore. I have never had a factor meal that I've been like, nah. They've all been so good. Restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon and shrimp and blackened salmon. Also, way more healthy and less expensive than takeout or ordering in. So there you go. Trust my hot neighbors. Head to factormeals.com slash ologies50 and use the code ologies50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code ologies50 at factormeals.com slash ologies50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Bon appetit, you're welcome. This episode is brought to you by Merrick Pet Care. And y'all know I have a little dog named Grammy, which is short for Gremlin. And y'all help me name her. And there's nothing that we like more than seeing her happy, which means tasty dog foods. And Merrick has been crafting high quality dog food for over 30 years. They were founded in Hereford, Texas, but Grammy doesn't care about that. She cares about smushing her face in it and then licking the bowl. And I don't blame her because they use real ingredients and homestyle recipes like real Texas beef and sweet potato or Grammy's pot pie. Grammy's like, Grammy's pot pie. Get away from it. It's mine. I also like that on the bag, they show what's in it. And they always use deboned meat, fish, or poultry as the number one ingredient. And I think Grammy appreciates that. So check out Merrick online or in your local pet store and look for their new packaging with real ingredients shown on the bag and inside it. Yum, 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 yum. Okay, your listener questions. Now, I didn't want to take up too much of the professor's time, so I blazed through these questions without reading off a bunch of names, but I will insert them when I can. For example, the first two questions here were asked by Liz Sundin, Athena Ballesteri, Dion Dabolo, Mike Munikowski, Anonymous Bob, Anna Thompson, Lucille Audinet, which might be Audinet, I'm not sure, and Taylor Munich. I have some listener questions. Almost everyone is just asking, what's the secret to aging well? It seems like diet, exercise, rest. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think that there's a maximum age that the human body can reach? Well, the evidence is very clear. Almost nobody gets beyond 100. And there's one person in the last 30 years who reached over 120, Jean Calmont. Mm-hmm. But there are more people getting to 100, but they still, in the last 30 years, she's the only one to get beyond 120. So side note, Jean Camont lived to be 122, the oldest human on record. And she was fond of wearing headphones and doing chair gymnastics, uh, prayer, fruit salad, and smoking. Well, one Dunhill cigarette a day and a small glass of port wine until she was 117, which proves that you're never too old to quit a bad habit and turn over a new leaf. So seriously, let's nope the smokes, folks. Love old dad. Um, And what's the role of telomeres in aging? We don't know. So telomeres are at the ends of chromosomes that get shortened during cell division. So some of our cells do show shorter telomeres in the immune system its actual functional consequence is not clear. So that's clearly hasn't been the secret to... There's no secret. There's nothing in aging that is a secret. Does he hate me? Again, twists and turns, listen to the end. What's uh, your favorite part about the field or what you do? Surprise. Yeah? Yeah. Still get a lot of it, right? Well, the complexities of biology are just awesome, amazing, and 
every year there's a new level of mechanisms subcellularly or in how organs talk to each other. Uh, it's just uh, endlessly fascinating. Any other things that you're excited about working on or you think people should know about the aging process or taking care of themselves? Well, I'm collaborating with some anthropologists and a group of people who live in the Bolivian Amazon. And what's fascinating about these people, the Simone, they're living under conditions of 200 years ago without medication, and they're growing their own food, and they all have high levels of infection. Some of them get to age 70 or 80, but what's remarkable, a small percent, 10 percent, Nobody lives much over 80. What's remarkable is that their levels of arterial aging are 25 years slower than in North America, and they have almost no heart attacks or strokes. So wow. we're trying to understand what aspects of their environment, their diet, and interaction with their genes might slow the arterial aging to such a degree. Do you think there's anything about the gut biome that's at play there? That's an open question. I, I don't know. We'll see. I guess there's a surprise and a puzzle waiting for you with that. Yep. <laughs> Thank you so much okay. for letting me ask well, you so many questions. questions. <laughs> Thank you so much. Good questions. He said I had good questions, y'all. He does not hate me. So after the interview was over and the mics were off, Dr. Finch said I asked great questions. I was doing a service for science by making the podcast. I honestly almost joy wept in my car on the drive home. He's just super focused and all science on the outside with a very warm and curious heart. I love him. He's great. And he returned my email so fast. I'm a big fan. So to learn more about Dr. Caleb Finch's work, you can go to aliward.com slash ologies or follow the links in the show notes to my site. I post all kinds of info about his studies and other studies mentioned in the episode. Again, his latest book, Global Air Pollution in Aging, Reading Smoke Signals. It's even available on Amazon, as are many of his other books. Ologies is at ologies on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm at aliward with one L on both. And again, we have more Smologies episodes. Go to aliward.com slash Smologies or just click the link in the show notes and it'll get you a ton of other shorter kid-friendly episodes. And in the interest of keeping this small, we've put all of the credits in the show notes. And if you stick around to the very, very, very end, then I give you a piece of advice. And this is a piece of advice that I live by. I always keep a dish towel in the car because you never know when you're going to spill on yourself. You never know when you might have to wrap a baby squirrel in something. And having a dish towel in the car has saved my pants so many times. Keep a dish towel in the car. Put it in the glove compartment. Put it in the pocket in the back of the seat. There will be a time when you will be so happy that you have that. Trust me, it's happened to me. Okay, until next time, Smologites. Bye-bye. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. 
Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw. I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. 